Welcome to the Where Money Meets Soul podcast. I'm Jennifer Griffith. And I'm Natasha Gaines. As two busy women juggling high profile jobs, family, friends, bills, and everything else life throws our way, we know what it's like to feel stressed out and overwhelmed. Mm -hmm. And from personal experience, we also know what it's like to pull ourselves out of that place by using the right skills and tools to get our lives into alignment. Absolutely, we're here to share those same tools with you so that you can also turn your desires into reality. If you're interested in learning more about money and abundance, how to create a better work-life balance, and how to pursue your passions without sacrificing your dreams, then we invite you to join us each week to gain powerful tools to help you succeed in business and life. When money meets soul, magic will happen. Hi, everyone. Happy October. I don't know about you, Tasha, but I love this time of year. I think uh, this year is a little different, obviously, but for me, October has always represented a time of change and specifically a time of kind of warmth and togetherness. I think it has something to do with when the weather starts to change, the days start to get a little shorter, they start to get a little cooler, maybe not this week for us because I think it's about (laughs) 200 degrees outside. (laughs) We're in Southern California though, as a disclaimer. (laughs) Yes, we are. But soon enough, the days will start to get a little cooler. Mm -hmm. And when the days get shorter, I'm instantly drawn to kind of lighting candles or igniting the fireplace and like sitting Mm -hmm. and just basking in the glow and the warmth next to them. So it's really a time of year where as corny as it sounds, where my soul just seems to rejoice a little more because I know it's like the start of the the holiday season and the warmth and togetherness and kind of unity that it represents. And this is so silly, but to me, October 1st comes and I get really excited that I get to bring out like all my Halloween decorations and start (laughs) to do things. And it's also a time of year and it's going to be a little different this year, but usually Halloween we do trick or treating Mm -hmm. and I make these little ghost lollipops. So I just buy some lollipops. I decorate them with kind of tissue. I make little eyes. And then when the kids come trick or treating, I hand them out. And it's just a thing I've done for years and years and years. So I'm kind of known as like the ghost house yeah we Um, used to when I was a kid we would hang them in our tree in our front yard tree yeah super cute so for me that simple act of just decorating the lollipops like it's something I go to the grocery store I get excited to buy them and then when I sit and I actually make them you guys and I know this is super cheesy but it's really a time where I get to just sit and kind of reflect on the abundance in my life Mm-hmm. Because it just, for me, it just means like, this is something fun that I do. And it allows me to just spread kind of like a little happiness and cheer from my front doorstep. Yeah. Now, mind you, this year, it's going to be a little different. I don't exactly know how I'm going to do it. And obviously we're dealing with the pandemic and COVID and we want to be as safe as possible. But along these lines of just kind of spreading some goodness from your front mm-hmm. doorstep or spreading mm-hmm. some love and some cheer, especially when there's so much uncertainty that surrounds us, I think we need to focus on getting creative and finding new ways to make people feel, I think, a little better this time of year, right? Like yeah. If there's anything we could do at the start of the holiday season, what can we do? What kind of gifts or little simplicities can we do to spread love and cheer in our community or around us. So I don't know if you have anything that you do. I know my theory is a little silly, but it doesn't have to be anything big, just something that makes you feel better and hopefully makes somebody else feel better. Well, a few things. So let's start this one holiday at a time. (laughs) 
So Halloween has always been my numero uno favorite holiday ever, ever since I was a child. I love it. I love everything about it. I love the costumes. I love the spookiness. When I was a kid, I used to love being scared. I mean, I love all of it. I love the candy, of course, right? Uh I don't know so much I care about the candy now, but I used to as a child, naturally. Um, I like decorating for it, all of the things. Um, I like that it's also the introduction to... Uh, my favorite season, which is pumpkin flavored everything season. <laughs> <laughs> you and the rest of America. I love it. I happen to love the taste of pumpkin. I feel like you're, you either really love pumpkin. You're like, Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> one of the two. But one of the things is, you know, when I was a child, my dad made such a big deal of carving pumpkins. And so we would carve pumpkins and he would show me how to make like scary pumpkin face and, and how to, with the knife, you would make like little scars on the guy on oh, Jack side of the face. <laughs> And um, then even more fun than the carving of the pumpkins was the making of the pumpkin seeds afterwards. Yeah. So it's like October 1st hits and I'm immediately like, oh man, I want some pumpkin seeds. <laughs> They're so good. So those are two things that I really like to do 100% when it comes to Halloween. But when it comes to making the, the, you know, carving pumpkins, part of the reason I like it, I like, I like, you know, it's fun. It's a fun activity. But what I really like is putting a candle in it and then putting it out on my doorstep so everybody else can see it. Right. That's the part about the actual pumpkin itself that I like the most. So I think that plays along with what you're talking about, right? Mm -hmm. So maybe this year you carve a few extra pumpkins for your neighbors, Mm -hmm. right? Or another thing, and I think I mentioned this to you before, one of the things when I lived in Detroit years ago, um, my neighborhood would, and this was a tradition I'd never heard of before, but um, the neighborhood would basically do this thing called you're ghosted and you'd come home and there'd be like a little bag hanging on your doorknob and it would say you've been ghosted please pass it along to someone else and then the bag would hold you know maybe some flowers some candy just little things like that right so one of the things you could do this year because I don't know if that's really necessarily a tradition in Southern California I've never seen it I think you mentioned that they do it in your neighborhood right they do I think in the last like two or three years this has gotten mm-hmm. really popular in surrounding okay. neighborhoods I've seen it a lot on like Pinterest for example there's templates like you've been yeah. booed or you've been ghosted or whatever yeah. the term is yeah so mm-hmm. it's becoming popular I know we've had it done a few years in a row and it's so fun it's good fun, but that yeah. is a, that is a great way. If that's not already a thing in your neighborhood, it's a great way to just bring about a sense of community, especially right now. As a nation, yeah. we're very divided. So let's drop that. <laughs> let's start getting yeah. a little closer together. Um, I think that you could easily do that. And, you know, um, if you want to keep with a theme, you, you can, I mean, keep with the safety aspect of things, put in some handy wipes in there. Yeah. <laughs> Put in some, you know, it doesn't have to be the individually wrapped candy, right? You can get those little packages that have a few in there, yep. do something like that, do, you know, whatever it is that you feel put comfortable Put some hand with. sanitizer in there, yeah. put some disinfectant wet wipes. So before they can open their candy, they can certainly wipe their hands and wipe the surroundings. Yeah. Totally right. You could put even some like, I don't know, some Halloween themed face masks that you found at the store mm-hmm. or something like that, right? I mean, those would be cute. Um yeah, I mean, do what you can with this scenario. So I think those are a couple of ways to... Yeah, and I want to make a point of this because I feel like this, with everything that's happening, so many of our traditions are getting canceled. Mm-hmm. And we're going to feel it a little more now because these are, at least for us and in the U.S., these are kind of our bigger holidays, right, that yeah. are approaching, I guess, yeah. all over the world, really. Um, well, Thanksgiving is obviously here. But things like 
how bummed were we? Remember when Cinco de Mayo came and it was on Tuesday? Like a talk Cinco de Mayo on a Taco Tuesday would have been so much fun. And yet <laughs> it was canceled. And then I think it was, I don't know, St. Patrick's Day, whatever day of the week that was, another thing that was canceled. Like nobody can go out. I know it was still at the beginning of the pandemic. So some people broke the rules a little bit on that one. But now everything seems to be getting canceled. Well, and I think, yeah. It's not a huge deal in terms of we're all going to live, but these are traditions that for some of us, especially with Halloween or with Thanksgiving, you know, or where Christmas. we may be used to, or, or Christmas, we may be used to getting together with a huge group of people. Like I loved going to Halloween parties. I love yeah. having a huge gathering for Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. So we need to stay mindful of the situation that we're in. We need to continue to stay healthy. We need to do our due diligence and hopefully not spreading, you know, the virus or potentially contacting it, whatever. But at the same time, we need to keep our traditions alive, even if it means it's going to look different. Well, and I think that's what we, we need to stop focusing on the word cancel and turn that into, I don't know, creative, right? Yeah. Start thinking outside of the box. You don't have to cancel anything. It just might look different this year. Big deal. Think of it as something fun. Challenge yourself to be more creative in how you can go about celebrating, you know, whatever holidays you celebrate, Hanukkah, Christmas, Thanksgiving, you know, whatever it is, Mm -hmm. your your tradition might have to change up, but it's for the greater good for starters. So you might want to keep that in mind, but then also challenge yourself to get more creative with it, be more experimental. And those of us who will succeed the most at this are those of us who will adapt to yeah. the situation, mm-hmm, right? Exactly. Because yeah, things are changing. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. it's out of our control. Things right. are always going to change, but it's how do we adapt and make the best of it? Right. So as we go through some of these ideas, please understand that some of these might have been better, you know, before the world shut down, but it doesn't mean you can't do them. So for example, this time of year, and especially now because of COVID and with people just feeling more isolated and alone. What I love to do during the holidays, Halloween, Thanksgiving, Christmas, is I always like to bake cookies or treats and deliver them to a neighbor who I know either lives alone or is elderly or doesn't have a lot of family, Mm -hmm. right? And I always bake a little, you know, whatever, cookies, brownies. Sometimes if I don't have time to bake, I'll go to the store and I'll buy something and I wrap it up really cute and I'll just leave it with a little note on their doorstep. Yeah. It doesn't mean you can't do that. Now we can still do that. We might right. need to take a couple of precautionary measures, like again, leaving a little packet of disinfectant wipes, mm-hmm. or maybe if we don't bake them ourselves, maybe just have it be prepackaged. Mm-hmm. But the point is you can still deliver a sweet little gift to someone. Oh yeah, absolutely. Right? You can. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, or, you know, maybe you just call someone, call someone yeah. you haven't talked to in a long time. Mm-hmm. I always think that when someone keeps popping into your mind, like a friend or a family member, Mm -hmm. there's a reason for that. So reach out to them, you know, and I think especially with a phone call these days, you know, where so Mm -hmm. much of it is texting or emailing, just actually give them a ring and just talk to them. Because one of the things I think that we forget sometimes too, when it comes to that is life is still marching on for, for everyone, regardless of whether they're in quarantine or not. People are still getting sick. People are still battling illnesses or diseases and, and things of that nature. Uh, you know, there's things going on with the jobs. People are losing jobs. People are gaining jobs. People are having birthdays. All, there's all sorts of stuff. People are having babies that, you know, we're 
are kind of, we're missing that, mm -hmm. right? So we still need to definitely be reaching out to people. You know, some people are alone. Some people aren't so much alone, but they're also going crazy because there's too many people in the house. I mean, who knows, right? Yeah, so true. <laughs> I remember, so my birthday is at the end of March. And so mm -hmm. it was a couple weeks after the world shut down, at least here in California, right? Yeah, we I had remember. the strict stay-at-home orders. And usually for my birthday, I'm somewhere exotic or fun. For the mm -hmm. past few years, I've been in so many amazing places. This year, we were stuck at home, and it wasn't bad because I was with my husband, and we, you know, went for a bike ride and we went for a walk. But I remember at some point it was really lonely for me, well, you know, because yeah. I'm always being surrounded yeah. by friends. So, like, I remember my parents FaceTimed me to sing Happy Birthday, and it was very sweet, but it was also really depressing. It was weird. Like I remember at the beginning of that, yeah, I dropped off your birthday gift on your door. Yeah. And my, so my, my brother's birthday wasn't that long after that. And we were still in that mode. So yes, I went to his house, but I was across the driveway sitting in a chair. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it was just weird. And so for a little while, it was like, mm, I don't know if I like this. However, what I remember at some points, like you leaving the gift on my doorstep, my sister-in-law came by with my, my nephews and just, cool. let, brought, you know what, it was little, mm -hmm. you learn to appreciate little things a little more and they mean so much more. Yeah. At least yeah. to me, it was so special to have those few little surprises, you know, the mm -hmm. people who took that added effort, but it was still lonely. Yeah. And if we feel that way, being kind of social, you know, we talk to people all day long, either on the phone or on Zoom. Right. Imagine how someone who lives alone and is elderly and doesn't have family nearby, mm -hmm. like how they feel. Well, the, and also if you consider that was back in March, there are people that are still having to live that way and are choosing to live that way. Right. right? And then right. this is also coming and going in waves. Right. So now in other states, they're at a place in October where we were in, in March. Right. Yeah. So we need to keep that in mind as well. Like this is all kind of, yeah, it's not all happening the same way to everyone at the same time. Right. So let's just find ways to kind of keep our spirits happy and alive, the spirits of other people happy and alive. Mm -hmm. um, one thing for those of us who, you know, are still working, whatever setting it's in, if it's in person or virtually, I think one thing that can go a really long way is if you happen to compliment a coworker. Yeah. Because mm -hmm. how often do we do that? We know like, oh my gosh, so-and-so is awesome, but do we right. really go out of the way to compliment them? So mm -hmm. if you know a coworker and, or if you're not working and you know a stranger, like a stranger on the street has a nice outfit or whatever you like their new car, oh, yeah. whatever, yeah. Mm -hmm. compliment them. Just yeah, for sure. go out of your way. It brightens somebody's it. whole day. I was standing in line at Rite Aid the other day and this woman was wearing this most fabulous pair of shoes. <laughs> and I was like, you know what? I just love your shoes. She was so happy. So happy. Her whole face lit up, right? Aw, yeah, yeah. sweet. Another we, thing you can do though, too, is if a coworker does a good job, you know, you could actually give them a nod to their direct report to their superior. Exactly. That goes a long right. way as well. Yeah. And that is good for if you're at a store and a store clerk happens to give you superior customer service or goes mm -hmm. out of their way. Or mm -hmm. if you are in a place where you can go out to eat and then you go to a restaurant yeah. and the server gives you exceptional customer yes. service. Yeah, we need to remember yeah. yeah. Instead of complaining if somebody does something wrong, how about highlighting when somebody right. does something right? Let's spread more of the good. Right. And yeah. that's the whole point. And that's what I love about the holiday season. That's mm -hmm. what this should be about. Yeah. You know, yes, we love the gift of giving and giving physical and tangible gifts. Yeah. I love doing that. But there are these simple gifts that we can give that do not cost us anything. 
-hmm. and that will go a heck of a long way. It'll last a long time, you know, if we do them. So, and then there's things like, you know, before the world shut down, kind of the obvious things, maybe things like go donate blood Mm -hmm. or go and volunteer at a homeless shelter. If you are able to do things like that, because people still need blood transfusions, right? Mm -hmm. There are still people that need to be fed who are living in homeless shelters consider that, but make sure you just look at your local guidelines, you know, call your local Mm -hmm. blood drive center, call your local homeless shelter or an animal shelter, wherever you can potentially go and volunteer, just see if they are accepting donors or volunteers. And if you, if they are, and if you can try to do that too. Right. And if you can't, then there are plenty of ways to volunteer from home or at the very least you can donate money to causes. You absolutely can. You know, you can always call and see if is call the shelter. Is there anything I can do from home? Can I send mailers out on your behalf? Can I lick stamps and put them on a? I don't know if you still lick stamps. I have no idea. Maybe they're little stickers now. The licking concept is gross. (laughs) But so, can you stick stamps on mailer? What can you know? And I don't know if these things are possible. But get creative. Think out of the box. What Mm -hmm. can you potentially do Mm -hmm, to help? mm -hmm an association or an organization, you know, organizations with children is always good this time of year, you know, things like if you guys celebrate Halloween or wherever you're at or the traditions that might affect kids and a lot of kids now can't do Halloween. So is there a local orphanage that maybe you can drop off goodies to if they're accepting them, obviously call and see what the guidelines are, Mm -hmm. but what could you do to maybe do they need hand sanitizers? Do they need wet wipes? Do they need toilet paper? I don't know. Right. Mm -hmm. See what you can do or you can give to help maybe an orphanage if you can, you know, don't, don't get into the habit of well, we can't do anything because of COVID. There are things you can do. That's so not accurate. accurate. (laughs) Always something you can do. Yep. And look, especially now with, um, I think the Hawaii is the first I think Hawaii has the highest unemployment rate. And for us in California, we have the second largest unemployment rate. So wherever you're at, especially us in California now, people are losing their jobs left and right, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. Now more than ever, there are people who are struggling to pay their bills. Maybe, you know, the weather is getting cooler in some places. They may not be able to pay for a a jacket or for their kids. Mm -hmm. So go through your closet. What can you get rid of? Can you find a family in need? Can you donate items to that family? You know, go through. I know you and I love to get rid of things. So Mm -hmm. we can go through our closets and see who is willing to accept something. Or can you, you know, can you adopt a family for the season? What is it that you can do to help? So think of things like that. Mm -hmm. And even there's, you know, a lot of the grocery stores around here, I know, will do the whole, um, when it comes towards Thanksgiving time, you can, at the till, you can buy a bag of groceries, right? Yeah. It's already pre-packed and just, yeah, yeah, yeah purchase that. absolutely. And they will give that to somebody. Hey, everyone. Did you ever wish you had a friend who was constantly supporting your dreams to make more money, pursue your passions, or live a more relaxed lifestyle? Well, here we are. Success, financial freedom, balance, whatever you want to create in your life, you can have it. And we're sharing the tools to help you get there. That's right. Because sometimes all it takes to achieve your goals is a tribe of people cheering you on. And we're here to do just that for you. Yes, we are. When you join our tribe, every week you'll receive powerful tools to help you achieve financial freedom, create a better work-life balance, and pursue your dreams. For only $5.55 a month, 
You'll receive access to affirmations, mantras, guided meditations, EFT tapping sessions, articles, and tip sheets that all specifically focus on money and abundance, work-life balance, and passion and success. That's a whole lot of stuff. It is. If you visit inthelifeofzen.com to subscribe and join our tribe today. Or if you go somewhere like the grocery store or a store, let's say it's a store, some grocery stores have the automatic sliding doors. Let's mm-hmm. say you go somewhere where you have to physically open a door. Keep, hold that door open. If there's five people in front of you, hold it open for, or behind you, hold it open for five people. Well, quite frankly, you should be doing that anyway. I mean, right. I don't, <laughs> oh, I was raised. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. Let's, and, and don't be so spooked out that you're not still kind. You know, I was right. in the grocery store the other day and there was an elderly gentleman and he dropped something. And I went to, I automatically went to go pick it up for him. And then I hesitated for a second. Cause I thought, uh, I don't know if I'm a germ fest or what. And then I thought, oh, to hell with it. I'm doing it anyway, because <laughs> and I handed it to him and he was very grateful. Right? He was yeah. not spooked out. He was grateful. <laughs> so, I mean, and if you're worried at all, wash your hands after or whatever you do, yeah. don't touch your face. Right. You know what right. I mean? Yeah. Wipe, wipe them yeah. down. But that's the thing. Keep, keep that goodness in your heart. Mm-hmm. What would you have done pre COVID? Right. Can you do it post COVID? Right yeah, keep doing the right thing. It goes a long way. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, one thing, and this might have been a lot easier, obviously pre COVID, but during the holidays, if you're hosting a dinner party of some sort, I always liked maybe inviting someone who doesn't have family nearby or who's alone. And you can still keep with that tradition if you know the person's been healthy and they haven't been exposed to anybody who's been sick. Maybe invite them over if you're having a small intimate party or get creative. Put the computer cameras up in the dining room, mm-hmm. zoom them in. Mm-hmm. You know, well, that's another good way out. to do it for like, say, if you are used to having holiday dinners with all of your family members that are located, you know, all over the place, mm-hmm. maybe this year the flying isn't going to happen. So zoom everybody in at the same time zoom them in even if it's just for dessert or something but something to just make sure everybody feels like they're united and the traditions aren't dying you know because of the situation yeah for sure i mean that's what we did for um easter sunday church right my whole family from three different areas we just all zoomed in and watched the same service together oh cute that's a great Uh idea yeah yeah you have to keep up with these traditions i think it's heartbreaking when i remember for easter when you heard Oh, you know, every year for Easter, we go to church and this year people just stopped. Yeah. Like, wait a second. You can still. Yeah, it doesn't stop. They're all dialing in virtually, so just do it. Yeah. It's it's different. We're not saying it's not, and it may not be as exciting or fun, but you can still do it. Like, I personally miss human contact. For sure. You know, we went from recording podcasts in person. Now we've been Mm -hmm. doing them virtual for many months Mm -hmm. and we're in a virtual mastermind, which used to be an in-person. I miss seeing you in person. I miss being with our mastermind group in person, but at least I still get to see you. Mm-hmm. And at least yeah. I still get to gather the feedback from our mastermind group. Yeah, It's something that we just deal with until hopefully we don't have to deal with it anymore and we can be back in person, right? Well, I think we need to think of this on a, on a larger scope as well. It's about adaptability. If you're not capable of adapting to situations that are beyond your control, we're speaking to a larger problem. Right. That I mean, you really, that's just going to create more anxiety, more stress, more overload in your life. You need to be able to let go of control of situations that are, you know, that you can't 
that you can't control. <laughs> this is true. Just, you know, do the best you can learn to adapt. Who was it that said the only thing you can't change is change itself, right? Yeah. Change is always going to happen. In um, this case, it's a little, I don't think any of us could have anticipated how things were going to change, right? It right. changed mm -hmm. and severely, it seemed, or, or very quickly, Yeah. but we're still living, we're still surviving. And yes, you're absolutely right. Like I said before, I think those of us who adapt will have the best chance of succeeding and thriving. Yeah. I mean, so. it's not ideal, but you know, it's, it's kind of like if you have to get from point A to point B and you're driving to get there and all of a sudden the road closes, would you give up and go back to point A? No, you still need to get to point B. So you figure it out. Tour. Yeah. Find, <laughs> find another route. Yep. <laughs> You know, one thing I think we could do too, I mentioned it before, like with, you know, unemployment rates rising, you know, all homeless individuals or individuals who are living on the streets and who are homeless. If you happen to drive by a specific area where you frequently see maybe the same person or a group of people, mm -hmm. maybe pack them a lunch, do something for them. You know, you know what nice. I do? I have little bags that I keep in my trunk that, cause you know, my father's a dentist. Mm -hmm. So he donated the little flosses and the little mini toothbrushes. And then I purchased the little, a bunch of the little mini toothpaste oh, and I give those out. That's a great idea. Mm -hmm. Yeah, It's a great idea. Little they probably gifts. want more money, but whatever. <laughs> well, it's a little gift. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I think that it helps. And if they don't want it, they can give it to someone else and continue mm -hmm. to spread the love. Yeah. Yeah. But um, if you have pets, again, I mentioned this before when I mentioned possibly donating to a, a, some kind of a shelter. But if you have pets and you have extra bedding or pet blankets or toys, mm -hmm. donate them. You know, yeah. there are still a, and now it seems like with a lot of people, if you're losing your homes, you're a lot of families either abandon their pets or just yeah. take them to a shelter and leave yeah. them there. So it doesn't mm -hmm. mean that pets are no longer in shelters. There are many. Yeah. So find ways to maybe drop things off at a local shelter. Yeah. yeah. Um, one thing I do a lot of is, you know, my happy place is the beach. And in mm -hmm. California, we have beautiful weather pretty much all year round. And especially now it's October, but we have Indian summers. So we're able to still enjoy the beach for hopefully a couple more weeks. So now it's about 90, 90 degrees here. It's what it feels like. <laughs> um, but anytime we go to the beach, I have a philosophy where I need to pick up 10 pieces of trash. Mm -hmm. So yep. when I'm there and, you know, of course now mindful of what's going on before I would just pick them up with my bare hands. Right, now, now I use like yeah. a piece of like tissue paper, like a napkin, yeah. and I'll just go around picking up 10 pieces of trash. But the, my philosophy is kind of leave a place better. Like when you leave, leave it better than when you found it. Oh yeah, for sure. So, you know, we did that one year, actually. Remember we went down to the beach and for an hour, we just wandered up and down the beach, picking up garbage. We should do that again. We really should. Yeah. We haven't yeah. done that in a long time. Yeah. We did that for a park once for Earth Day. I remember yeah, I remember doing fun. that. Yeah. My dad and I did it one time, actually. Yeah one year. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Go to your local park. You know, we have a park at the end of our street and sadly every now and then there's a lot of litter. So oh, there's just a lot of litter everywhere. Like, I even see it out in the wetlands. I'm like, come oh, on. That's sad. I've done that before out in the wetlands. Just brought like a garbage bag with me and some, you can wear plastic gloves too. Yeah. And just pick them up and then dispose of them. Yeah. yeah so if yeah. you have a favorite place you frequent and you notice there's a little more garbage than there normally is, mm -hmm. make it a point to go and clean it up. Don't complain yeah. about it. Do something yeah. about it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, another thing I think is also very sweet is if you happen to go somewhere where there's metered parking, 
Mm-hmm. And you notice someone is parked and their parking has expired. Yeah. Can you put in a quarter or would you mind paying a dollar, you know, to help them and get them to a good place? Or, you know, what you can also do. I do, I've done this before. If I know I'm only going to be somewhere for an hour, I'll pay for three hours. And then when I take off, then somebody's got free parking. Yep. Yeah. That's sweet. Or for those of you coffee fanatics, especially now with pumpkin spice lattes and everything else. Pumpkin everything. Can you go pick up your coffee and then just leave a $10 bill with the cashier and say, you know, apply these $10 to the person behind me? Yeah, until no kidding. It runs out. Just pay it forward. It's yeah. the same. Yeah, pay it forward. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, one thing I always love to do around the holiday seasons is um, go see like a play or something. Like mm-hmm. gather my family. Maybe I'll go with my parents or I'll call one of my aunts if, you know, if, if my husband doesn't want to do it with me. And this year, you know, if plays aren't a thing uh, in person, can you watch something virtually or on online or live streaming? So mm-hmm. we recently watched Hamilton. I don't know if okay. you've seen it. And I it actually. was phenomenal. I've heard that. So my fear was I didn't want to watch it on live stream because I thought, oh, I, I don't know if it's going to ruin my experience. Like I'd rather wait to see it in person and be in the energy of the theater. And someone said, I think you're going to like it better because it's kind of a close up of all the the performers and you get to yeah. see their outfits and that's cool we watched and we loved it so can you either invite your family your intimate family over and do a, a performance night at home mm-hmm. or can you both like watch it together and then meet up like you know you watch it at your house i'll watch it at my house but then let's right. meet up for 30 minutes after to have a cocktail and talk about it right yeah. you know so they just get creative with ways to do it if you're unable to do it in person Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, the other thing, so I don't know if I do this all the time and probably just cause I want to get some extra steps in, but when I go to the grocery store, I always return carts. Oh, to I do where too. They belong. Yep. Mm-hmm. You know, I do too. And I actually picked that up from my father. Um, my dad does that. And dad, my, my, in fact, my father does that to the point that one time my brother was like, what do you work here? What do you do? <laughs> It was pretty funny, but yeah, no, I always do that. Yeah, you're helping somebody out. It's well, first sweet. of all, and you're, you're you know potentially deflecting from somebody getting a door ding on top of it, right? right? <laughs> Just beat it. Takes what twenty steps usually, or uh, it's steps. It's mm-hmm. exercise. If you don't want to do it all the time, fine. Can you do it two out of the five times you go to a grocery store yeah. or a store? Or for heaven's sakes, at the very least, put your own bloody cart back. Right? Yeah. Because <laughs> I know some of you are guilty of not doing that. Yeah. <laughs> or if you're at the grocery store. So for those of you who don't know me or have never seen me in person, I'm short. I'm five <laughs> feet tall. And when you're my height, you can't reach the highest of places. Uh, so oftentimes if I'm at a grocery store and there's something on the top shelf that I need, I either need to climb the yeah. shelves, which is never a good idea, yeah. or I need to ask for help. And trust me, during COVID, asking for help isn't always the nicest thing because people don't want to talk to you or be with you. Uh, So if you notice that there is someone, short or not, who is struggling to get something from that shelf, can -hmm. you reach it for them? Yeah, exactly. Can you say, can I get you something? Or, you know, just offer it. I I goes a long way. It's kind of like when we used to be able to get on airplanes. I hated doing carry-on. 
because if I had a heavy bag to put the heavy bag in the overhead bins, I always thought it was going to fall backwards. So I would always just check my bags because to me, it's like, (laughs) if I can't reach, I have to look around for that little person, you know, whomever is willing to help. And no, you know, it's like, it's so annoying. Well, eventually, if you just struggle enough, some guy will get up and do it. Oh, totally. And I've never (laughs) been on a plane with a carry-on where someone didn't offer. Everybody's been very nice. But I get a little anxious, like, when I have to worry about, like, (laughs) am I going to have to do it myself? So please, if you see someone who's struggling, just help them out. Yeah. You know, it's funny you say that. I was in the grocery store. I don't know. This was, like, maybe two, three weeks ago. (laughs) And this woman asked, there's this tall guy that walked by. I mean, he was super tall. Um, and she asked him, would, oh, could you reach this off the top shelf for me? She, I mean, she was short, but he was incredibly tall and he's like, yeah, no problem. He gets it for her hands down. He starts walking away and another, another older lady walks up, excuse me. (laughs) The dude must've been there for five minutes picking stuff off of shelves for people. (laughs) Well, he did his good deeds for the day. He definitely did his good deeds. Um, (laughs) You know, I, there's a quote by the Dalai Lama, your boyfriend, my boyfriend that says love and compassion are necessities are not luxuries. Mm-hmm. So without mm-hmm. them, humanity cannot survive. Right. Exactly. So, you know, yep. just remember that, you know, every act of kindness matters. Yeah. So what yep. can you do? And, you know, and this is good for your soul too. So there was a study, there was a recent study that I read about. It was done by two psychology researchers and it found that the joy of giving lasts longer than the joy of receiving. Mm-hmm. So yeah. in this particular study, university students were given $5 a day for five consecutive days. Okay. And they had to spend it on the same exact thing every day. And the research, the researchers just randomly assigned what those individuals had to spend their money on. Mm-hmm. So if you had to spend the money on yourself or if you had to spend it on someone else, like let's say you had to donate to a charity or put money in a tip jar. So yeah. let's say you were one of the $5 participants to ha- who had to spend money on someone else. Mm-hmm. Every day for five days, you had to go put $5 in a tip jar. If I was a person who had to spend money on myself, every day I had to buy myself something for five bucks. Okay. And then at the end of every, at the end of each day for those five days, the participants had to reflect on their spending habits and on kind of their level of happiness at the conclusion of that day. And what researchers found at first was that whether they were spending on themselves or on other people, the participants started feeling the same. So it was a similar level of Mm self-happiness. However, those who spent money on themselves eventually saw a decline in their happiness over the five days. Like maybe for the first two days, it felt great. But then day mm-hmm. three, and yeah, this kind of sucks. Oh, I can see that. I can see it being boring actually yeah. after a while. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. on the other hand, the participants who had to spend money on other people, their happiness didn't fade at all because yeah, it felt yeah. good. Every day they felt so good being able to put money in a tip jar or to for donate, sure. even if it was just $5 a day mm-hmm. to an organization. So just remember that at the very least, the joy of giving is better than the joy of receiving. Yeah. You know, yeah, if you can sure. stick to that philosophy, I think you can, you can kind of feel a heck of a lot better and make mm-hmm. a big, a nice change in the world. Put some more positive vibes in this world because heavens knows we need it. Mm-hmm, we sure do. And, you know, I had read a book. I don't know, Tasha, if I ever gave you this book, but it was a book I read it years ago. It was called 29 Gifts. It was something about like a uh, month of giving, like 29 days of giving. Okay. So it's by Cami Walker. The book is called 29 Gifts, How a Month of Giving Can Change Your Life. Okay. And in this book, so the, the author was diagnosed at the age of 33 with multiple sclerosis. 
And this just happened about a month or so after she got married. So with her diagnosis, she was obviously consumed with some really negative thoughts. So Mm -hmm. obviously it's a, it's a devastating diagnosis, but she would think things like, oh my gosh, my life is over. I'm going to be in a wheelchair for the rest of my life. And these thoughts became very debilitating. So she ended up seeing a, um, a medicine woman. I don't know if she was a shaman of some, some sorts, but the woman prescribed, she said, you need to give away 29 gifts over the next 29 days. Okay. I didn't and read the book, but I've heard of this. Yeah. Okay. It's, it's a great, great book, but it's all about exactly what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. So the reason why the medicine woman recommended it is because when her philosophy is, and we talk about this all the time, but by giving, you're focusing on what you have to offer others and mm-hmm. you're inviting more abundance into your life. Oh, absolutely. Clearly. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So, and the thought is simple things, gifts, like, can you smile at a stranger? Right. That's yeah. a little more challenging to do now if we're wearing masks. Right? <laughs> well, you know, though, I was in the grocery store and I smiled at a guy just because I automatically do that. And he yeah. goes, you know, even with that mask on, I can tell you just smiled at me. Oh, <laughs> and sweet. I was like, cool. Because you your eyes crinkle. Your eyes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So smile at a stranger, hold the door open, mm-hmm. pick up something if something drops for someone, mm-hmm. you know, donate money if you can. If you yeah. have money, an abundance of money, even if it's just five dollars, mm-hmm. can you give it to someone? Mm -hmm. The point is just to get to a place where you are really, truly spreading some love and some cheer and some positivity when we know we could all use it. Yeah. And, you know, think about, I mean, too, if it helps, you can think about when somebody's done that for you. I remember years ago, me and a girlfriend and her children, she was uh, the, we were all at a restaurant And there was an older gentleman that was watching us. She was going through a divorce at the time. And the kids were all young. They were all toddlers, right? And there's pinging off the ceiling and all that. And we got done um, with the meal and asked for the bill. And the woman says, you know, that gentleman that was sitting over there next to you, he paid for it. And I still remember how super awesome that felt, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And how grateful my girlfriend was. Yeah. Yeah. That's very Mm -hmm. sweet. Yeah. Yeah. So do, do that if you can, you know, if you find yourself in a position to give, especially if it's financially, Mm -hmm. and if you overhear someone, maybe it's at the grocery store, maybe you see someone who has, what are the, um, you know, the cards where it's almost like the food stamp cards, Mm -hmm. maybe just go out of your way and just give them 20 bucks or pay for them. Just say, you know what, this is on me. And if you can't afford to do that, there's still little things you can do. Like for instance, say you're in line at the grocery store and the lady, the, the lady in front of you who's elderly um, had, has forgotten something that you happen to have in your cart. Mm-hmm. Give her yours and then go get your own because mm-hmm. you're more, more mobile than she is, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah, think about things. Like really mm-hmm. look at it in a different way. Mm-hmm. When you go out, you know, it, it's one of these things like with your morning rituals where it's like you start a morning like, what kind of a miracle am I going to experience today? Mm-hmm. Be that yeah. miracle. Yeah. In a sense, right? Like it's right. the little things in life that are going to make such a big difference. So what, maybe it's, what can I do today to better the life of someone else? Yeah, exactly. It's a, you know, be the difference you're looking for in the world for be sure. That difference. I think it helps too, if you get out of your own head, right? Because you're not going to mm-hmm. notice the little lady in front of you needs a grapefruit if you're, you know, stuck in your own thoughts. So mm-hmm. stay mindful. Stay mindful, be present, kind of mm-hmm. look at your surroundings, you know? If you're stuck in traffic, 
I don't know how much traffic there are these days because I never seem to get into a car anymore. But if you're stuck <laughs> in traffic and someone's trying to merge, I mean, you know how we are in LA traffic. The last okay. thing you want to do is let someone merge in front right. of you. Yeah. Let the car merge in front of you. It's in one car. Yeah. It's not going to hurt. Yeah. So every day, just look for, try to incorporate one act of kindness that you could do every day, if at the very least for the next month. Mm-hmm. As we go into, say, from now until Thanksgiving, if you're in the U.S., yeah. or from yeah. now until mid-October for the next 30 days, yeah. try to do one small act of kindness every day. Yeah. I mean, you know, right now tensions are high, so let's try and do everything that we can to not get them to any sort of tipping point. Yep. Because we're not going to do anybody any favors if we get to that place. And if, at the very least, it's going to make you feel better. Yeah, exactly. So do it for selfish <laughs> reasons, folks. Yeah. Want to feel better. You're doing the right thing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, thanks, guys. Let us know if you guys have any ideas. We'd love to hear what you do. You know, if there's anything we missed or anything we haven't thought of, I'd love to hear what other people do. This kind of stuff just yeah. makes me feel really warm and fuzzy inside. So please share any tips. Uh, email us if you don't mind or just post something on social. Um, in fact, maybe what we could do is start some kind of a social thing where for the next 30 days we yeah. post something. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. That's a good so, idea. Yeah. All right. Well, we do love to end every episode with either a mantra or an affirmation. Mm-hmm. And this one isn't necessarily a mantra or an affirmation. It's actually a quote, but I think it just falls perfectly in line with what we're talking about. And if I say it, will you repeat it after me? I absolutely will. Awesome. No act of kindness, no matter how small, is ever wasted. Oh, so true. No act of kindness, no matter how small, is ever wasted. Thank you for listening to the Where Money Meets Soul podcast. We hope you're feeling inspired to take control of your finances, create balance, and live your best life. If you like what you heard, please subscribe and leave a review. And if you know anyone else who would benefit from this content, spread the love by taking a snapshot of this podcast, sharing on social media, and tagging In the Life of Zen. And stay tuned for more from In the Life of Zen. Visit us at inthelifeofzen.com and follow us on social media at In the Life of Zen.